And we are live for the 135th episode of the Bronx Bomber Battle Podcast, presented to you by Six Pack Coverage. I'm your host, Matt Lezluigi, and today it's Andrew and me. And guys, we got Aaron Judge back. We we literally recorded a podcast 12 hours ago at this point, and we're pre- it was it seemed like all the smoke was around the Giants. It really did. But my God. At around 8.45 a.m. Eastern Time, 5.45 a, uh, Pacific Time, which is just a real swift kick in the you-know-whats. Uh, it was announced, Aaron Judge coming back to the Yankees, nine years, $360 million. I mean, this, I, I, Andrew, I think we're both pretty damn happy right now. It, is it a lot of money in a lot of years? Absolutely. But, look, that... That's the price you got to pay for right now, the best hitter in baseball, right? And we got our guy back, man. Look, we're very quickly going to pivot into, okay, great. Now what's next? How do we beat the Astros? How do we get better? We can't run back the same team. Right, because we still basically have the same team. Like, we got to go back. But but holy shit, man. It's a completely different vibe. Because, like, I said it last night when we were recording. Like, if you lose Judge in that unfathomable situation, and we kind of felt it for, like, a five, ten-minute window with that that Heyman tweet where it's like, he's headed to the Bay area. And we're like, it, it sunk in for a moment. Like, Jesus Christ is gone. What the hell do we do? Right. There, there was no vision of how you craft a team that could be better than the 2022 squad, which won zero exactly. ALCS games. Uh, like I, I, there's names that we didn't mention last night. Like they could have gotten for a guy like Brandon Nimmo. They may still bring back a guy like Andrew Benintendi, even after signing judge, uh, like there's a lot of different ways I guess they could have gone, but would you have really felt good about losing Judge and having to just pile on a bunch of other guys in his place? I don't know. I, I still think the roster has issues in that Josh Donaldson's immovable at third base. We still have IKF somewhere on the roster, even if they throw the reins to to Peraza to play shortstop every day. Uh, DJ is healthy. You're, you're not entirely sure about Stanton's health is always is, is an issue. Um, yeah, but look. Judge is back, and it's a completely different vibe than last night. I know it's a lot of money. I know the nine years is scary. We were talking about it in our group chat this morning. The way baseball payrolls are escalating, the way contracts are escalating right now, in nine years when he's at the very end of that deal, 39, 40 years old, making $40 million, it's probably not even going to be the, one of the five or ten biggest contracts in baseball at that point. So, like, it's going to suck, but it's not going to be crippling like it would be if we had Albert Pujols last year on our roster, making $40, $40 million. You can't play first base, can't run to first base. Yeah, I know he popped a couple of home runs. He did hit 700. Would have been awesome. But you know what I'm saying, right? Like, like it's a completely different thing than when you have a, an aging star at, like, top of the market money. Like, Miguel Cabrera is going to retire early because the he can't really do it physically, and, and it's too much mm-hmm. for the Tigers to pay him. And another thing that a lot of people don't mention about, you know, Cabrera and Pujols specifically is, you know, those guys were literally big leaguers playing 150 games a year when they were like, you know, Miguel Cabrera was like 19 playing 150 games, right? Like even Judge, obviously Judge was still playing baseball back then, but, you know, you're in college, you're only playing and you're in the minors, you're only playing anywhere from, you know, 50 to 100 games a year compared to 150 plus if you make the playoffs. So Pujols and Cabrera, like when they got those contracts, they had way more miles on them than Judge. Yeah, Judge is still 30. Yeah, he's had some injury histories. He's a big guy. But I do think, like, you do have to factor in the fact that Cabrera and Pujols were, like, you know, had way, like, I think probably twice as many MLB games when they were, you know, 30 than Judge did at this point, right? So that is something to consider. But, yeah, I think it really came down to the point where, you know, we mentioned it last night. 
I did not trust this front office to just build a team that would be better without Aaron Judge. You know, like losing him would just be, and it wasn't just on the field. Like that was your cap. Like that's going to be your captain. Like Curry said, he he expects Judge to be named the captain now, right? Now they'd have them locked up, coming off an MVP year. That would be like a real shift for the franchise in terms of like, hey, this is our guy, this is our leader. Like let's you know let's win a championship for the first time in over a decade, right? That's that's the attitude now. But yeah, it it really came down to that is. There was no way that this team would be better without Aaron Judge, at least in the short term, right? At least for the next few years. And, like, let's be honest. That's how you got to think. Like, I think one of the main problems with the Yankees over the last, you know, however many years they've been doing this whole operation that they've been doing is they don't – they think too long-term at sometimes, right? Like, oh, we can't do that because in seven or eight years, that'll be a bad contract. Who gives a shit about seven or eight years, right? Think about now. You know, think about now, if you overpay for some guys and you win, let's say you win a championship or two, and then in six years later, you have a bunch of wash guys on your roster making 40 million, whatever, you won a championship or two, right? Like it's, that's worth it. You like fans will take a year or two of guys just being old and washed and overpaid if they bring them championships, if they bring yeah, them. And look, and look, we've been the there, like, you right, look at like exactly. 2006, we were, 2007, yeah. 2008, the Yankees, like 2008 finally caught up to them. They didn't make mm-hmm. the playoffs, right? But like they went all in in the early 2000s right with like the giambi signing um some of the pitchers that they they went out and got right like kevin brown javi vasquez all those guys like those are big money like i get they didn't get a title between 2002 and 2008 uh right. but but they went for it we, mm-hmm. right like the fact that we actually tried and, and mm-hmm. like we were going all in like oh there's a guy we wanted we went and got him like i get we did that with cole we kind of did it with trading for stanton but we kind of also got him below market value because we got Miami to pay for some of that and it was a trade and his contract was only as much in dollar amounts because it was a 13 year deal. Uh, but like, look, the, uh, the obvious glaring instances where we didn't was Machado and Harper. Uh, and, and even like trading, well, I, I you're not going to trade in division for Mookie Betts, but like there's, there's players of that echelon, right. Who, who were moved um, like even Matt Olson, you want to, you want to go that route, right? Like there's just times where like the Yankees had a, an obvious need, Carlos Correa last year. I just I could just keep running them off, right? Aaron, like, Aaron, and, and they, right, and they just didn't make the move because they were thinking like, I don't want to be crippled by that long term contract. I, I, and I get that. And, and part of that was well, because they know they're going to have to give long term extensions to guys like Glaber Torres and Gary Sanchez, and eventually, uh, who knows, Tyler Wade, Clint <laughs> Frazier. Um, all those guys yeah. are gone, thankfully, so it's not hurting our payroll now. Uh, but look, look, at a certain point. I think it was Roger Sherman who, who does a great job covering predominantly the, the NFL, I believe, but tweeted that la- last night uh, was like, well, what's the point of having the most money and being the Yankees if you're not going to spend the yep. most money and be the Yankees or something along those lines. Yep. Like it, 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 at a certain point, like we have the, the financial capability and the flexibility and the might to just go out and do this. Like if we let Aaron judge go to, to San Francisco, over a few dollars or we didn't want to go one extra year. Like that's just pathetic and sad. And, and I'm glad we're not having that conversation today. Yeah. You know what I th- like, this is my hopeful thinking. Cause like you said, in the beginning of the show, like, let's see what's next. We're going to talk a little bit about that, but you know, maybe the Yankees finally said maybe Hal and Cashman and all, you know, the front office, maybe they finally said, you know what, when's the last time we went crazy for an off season? You know, when's the last time we had an off season that people said, wow, like the Yankees just went like just 
splurge this offseason. Like, because we haven't done that in a while. And guess what? We have no champion. Like, maybe let's try that. Maybe let's overspend. Like, let's get some big money guys and see what happens. Right. Because maybe they're finally realizing what they're doing isn't working. Now, like we said, obviously Cole and Stan, and those were big gets, but like that was, you know, like that would be pretty much it. It's like, like it, it almost like the attitude was they would, you know, okay, they signed Cole and they're like, all right, there, you ha- like, you happy? We, we signed Cole. Like, what, like it, like that was kind of it. You knew that was it. And look, if this is it, as much as happy as we are, as great as it is to have Judge locked up, he's going to be the captain most likely. This is the same team from last year. Uh, you know, Tommy Camley, yes. You know, he, he's. I think he'll be a great get for us. He's great to have him back. But at the end of the day, this is pretty much the same exact team that did not win a game in the ALCS. So, look, Jack Curry tweeted that the Yankees have interest in Carlos Rodon. Now, talked about last night how he's probably asking around 5 150 6 which is a shit ton of money for Carlos Rodon. But the point is, I do think they – like this – They. The, I think they need another bat. I really do because I don't like. I don't think you could like. We have Donaldson and IKF both for next year. I really don't think you could rely on those guys to be consistently in your lineup. Um, still expect Glaber to be traded, right? Um, I don't think they'll get like a ton for him. Probably just some bullpen arms or something. But I don't like what. Like, what do you think they do next? Like, where where do you think the attention is shifted? Like, do they get another out? Because you know Benintendi is yeah, obviously it's a free agent. Probably going to be Benintendi and, and Rodon yeah. is are, are, are the guys that they're going to go for. Like, I I kind of half tongue in cheek tweeted this morning uh, that Preller is just going to just blow the bank for for Rodon. Um, and I, th- I I jokingly said seven years, which is kind of ridiculous, but like. The amount of money that he's been throwing around, like what was the, the supposed offer to Aaron Judge, ten years and four hundred million dollars, and he wanted to, um, to, he was fine with nine for three sixty, staying in New York, right? Like, and he he gave forty two million dollars more to Trey Turner than the Phillies did, um, and we talked about that last night. Like, you got to figure at some point it's gonna be like, can can someone take my freaking money? Um, so I I would be at least weary of, of Preller and the Padres. Scooping in on, on someone that we have interest in. I think you got to go another starter. I don't know if they're going to go Radon or any of the, the, the Japanese pitchers coming over. Uh, right? they're, they're, they're Senga. Then uh, there's some outfielders. Uh, Benintendi, Nimmo. It's probably too expensive for Nimmo, but um, Matsutaka, right? Like there's a, there, there are some guys. Uh, I think the safe bet is Andrew Benintendi, but who the hell knows? Yeah, I could totally see them just bringing, like, I, it's, I, I say bringing Benny back, but it doesn't even feel like that because, you know, he barely played. And when he did play, he was in a huge slump for a lot of that. But, yeah, I think that is very much likely the next move. Um, Like, here's the thing. Like, I I really, if they went out and paid like 5 for Rodon, would that, do I think that's an overpay? Yeah. But at the same time, like, hey, that shows me that they're going for it, right? They're adding another, you know, 30-plus million-dollar pitcher to their rotation, right? Like, Cole Rodon could be a great one-two punch in the postseason. And then, obviously, you, you know, the rest of the rotation is great, too. But, you know, like, Cole Rodon-Nestor is your one-two-three. I mean, that's that's pretty scary. You know, that's those are two of the best lefty starters in the league right now, right? Especially with Nestor, what he did last year, so... Yeah, and like, look, I, I do, I do have breaking news kind of here, um, oh. and, and and it's good news. It's not Yankee news, but it's good news. 
uh, Wilson Contreras has chosen the Cardinals over the Astros. Oh, so thank, thank God. God, we avoided that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That, like, really, that I said last night, like, wow, all they need is a catcher who could actually hit. You know, like, oh, that's all they need because that's just something they haven't really had the last few years. Oh, my God. Thank God. Uh, also, Kenley Jansen to the Red Sox, two years, 32. Very million. weird. Um, very weird. Like, I get he hasn't been like terrible you know i think he has the last four years like a 3.1 era but i mean that like a 3.1 era is a closer you're giving 16 million you know like that's like a 3.1 era for that's decent you know that's not great like you're i thought you only gave like like you know edwin diaz getting you know a big contract fine he's literally coming off one of the best seasons of a closer ever like i i i understand that you you want to get your guy but like kenley jansen man like that guy is just waiting to have an awful season but yeah, it's look and look, the fact that we didn't even mention, you know, Bob, good old Bob Nightingale reported this morning that Judge was meeting with the Padres and they offered him ten years, four hundred mil. And no, I, I mentioned it. It's fine. Oh, you, oh, you, you did. I'm, I'm, I'm dumb. Okay, <laughs> I completely missed that. But no, look, the fact that Judge, you know, he said, look, yeah, it's one more year. It's obviously higher AAV, but. Like, is that, like, really, is that what's going to, like, stop you from, like, becoming a Yankee? Like, we talked about last night, just all the, you know, becoming the captain, being, you know, like, like, you don't want to, like, get ahead of yourself. But it's like, look, he's likely going to have a flack in Monument Park now, right? Like, if, obviously, people say, well, he's got to win a championship first. But, look, if Judge plays out 80% of this contract, you know, even if, like, the last year or so, like, he's either just completely washed or hurt or whatever, I mean, you have to you have to think he's in Monument Park, almost, almost for certain, especially if he's named captain. I mean, that's, that's like an automatic, uh, automatic plaque. So I, I think that's really what factored in. And just the fact that, look, you're on the East coast, man, you're in New York, like you're in the center of the sporting, you know, baseball universe. And we talked about this, the amount of money that's going to be available to yep. him outside of his baseball All the sponsorships, Yep. All the sponsorships you could sign now that people know he's got a nine-year contract in New York. The fact that being – continuing to be the face of, of the New York Yankees and the face of baseball playing in the center of the universe, New York City, like yep. that's going to help build his brand too. Like I get his family's West Coast. His wife's family's West Coast. Like you can still travel out there half the year when you're not playing. Um, you're still going to make West Coast trips, right? Like I get it. it's not the same thing as living on the Golden Coast, right? But uh, like, like he clearly loves New York. And here, check out this tweet that just came in from Andy Martino. So it said, according to his sources, um, last night the Yankees were at eight years and 320 million for Judge. Um, he mentioned San Diego was at 400 million. Uh, tweets says 400 dollars, but we know it's 400 million. Uh, and then, yeah, but then Martino says he believes the Giants or the Yankees believed the Giants would get there as well. So that both the Giants and the Padres would have matched 10 years, 400 million dollars, which is a ridiculous offer. Right? Like I think we we kind of knew the Giants were at what he eventually signed with us for, but. Hearing the Giants, we're going to go to potentially 400 as well. It's wild. Um, Hal, who, by the way, is in Italy right now, called Judge uh, and and said to him, do you want to be a Yankee? Judge said, yes, but I need a ninth year. And that was enough for, for Hal to just yep. up the offer. So, like, that, that's what it came down to, right? Like, we, we talked about this in our chat this morning. It was a matter of AEV, total dollars. Like, I, I kind of get it. It's time to tip your cap to the team that blew the bank ram maybe you call judge a little greedy because like how much was enough for the yankees but like if they were consistent in terms of aav and they drew the line in the sand at eight years and said we're not going past this fuck you and you lost them because of that that's that's annoying 
the fact that they can continue yeah, like, but, next year, that's going to suck. Like, you don't let that one year at the back end of the deal un- undo the entire deal. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it, it's one thing if you're at, like, a like you want to give a guy, like, a five-year deal and he's asking for, like, nine or ten. That's like, okay, that's we're, like, three, four years apart. But really, it's like if you're willing to offer him eight years, right? Because, look, if, an eight-year deal, there's still a good chance that an eight-year deal with a guy who's 30 years old that, you know, for at least one or two of those years, he may be washed. He may, you know, not be an elite player anymore. Like, there's still a risk of that with an eight-year deal. So, like, the, the difference between an eight- and nine-year deal is, like, very minuscule, right? They're both very long contracts. And yeah, to let that a ninth year just risk losing your, like, you know, hometown-grown MVP would be absolutely, you know, absolutely idiotic. So, yeah, that was the right move. You know, credit to Hal, right? We've been very critical of Hal and co. Um, one, of the, one of the tweets cracked me up. It was, you know, because obviously they reported that Hal's in Italy right now. And someone just tweeted a picture of Tony Soprano when he was in Italy. Smoking a cigar, saying how right now. <laughs> well, that's so funny. I, I don't know if we were talking about it on. I think you brought it up on the podcast last night, right? Like the Dwayne Kuyper one. Like he was celebrating with a cocktail in Aruba or wherever it was. Um, <laughs> Dwayne Dwayne Kuyper, who's uh, the voice of uh, the the San Francisco Giants. Oh, that was G. It was what, G. Yeah. Yeah. I, right? I, whatever. He, he like NBC called. Yeah, he because... called his dad. Like basically, was like, oh, we got Judge, and then like. Just he having the time of his back, life. He couldn't reach back to him. He's like, oh, my dad's probably like, he's on Aruba right now drinking. Like, oh, we got Judge. Oh, ima- <sighs> imagine just waking hungover as hell. Waking up hungover after, as hell. After a bender and find out that you didn't got Judge. You're like, oh, my God. What, what is this? Nine, three, six days. Is this a fake Heyman? Is this a fake Heyman? Oh, now? God. <laughs> That's great. That's just great. But, yeah. Look, now it's all about what is next, right? I mean. Couldn't be happier we got Judge back. Like, like I think I forgot if I said this last night, but you know my my little cousin, my mom got um, him like an Aaron Judge, you know Yankees shirt for Christmas, and I like just came in today, and I'm like, oh man, like all these reports are coming out. I'm like, you may need to dump that, mom. It's, it's looking 50-50 right now, but thankfully he'll he'll be able to get his Christmas gift this year, so that's good. You know, crisis averted, right? Um, crisis averted again. God. We're still. There's still a lot of work to do. We're still not on yeah. par with the Houston Astros. I guess we'll see if, like, the run they've been on finally runs out of some steam. Let's see how much losing Verlander hurts them. Um, thankfully, we, we just said that they missed out on Wilson Contreras, so they're going to have to go back to the well with Maldonado, and maybe they bring back Christian Vasquez. Maybe they go another direction. Maybe they tra- trading for Sean Murphy would suck. But, like, um, mm-hmm. we're, the Yankees are still behind them, right? So one way or another, Judge – basically just keeps the status quo from last year. And then you got to raise the, the bar from there. Now, if you lost judge, you have a mountain of a gap to, to clear. And I don't know if they could have done that. So getting judge doesn't put us back in the world series conversation. It just gets us back to where, where we started, where we ended last season. And now we got to be, now we got to get better. Absolutely. That that's the key. We got to get better. We got to add a, at least another bat. Probably like, probably at least another bullpen arm or two, right? Considering all that happened when the bullpen. You mean you didn't year. want Kenley Jansen at $16 million a year? You know, that's something that I just re- like that. I, I really thought that was like a classic, you know, like the Yankees love just getting old, you know, relievers that are in like their mid thirties who best, whose best days are past them. Um, it's worked out in the past, obviously for sometimes, but yeah, so I did not think he was going to get 16 million. Like, I really did not. Maybe I thought I was expecting like 10, 12 mil, you know, 
for you know got maybe three thirty type of deal for Kenley Jansen, but that's like sixteen million a year. That's that's wild. I mean, Passon tweeted he thinks the Red Sox bullpen will be good. I, I just I don't I don't think so. So, but yeah, hope look we'll be back. That's we just wanted to have a quick episode, right? Judge like we. Of course, the judge announcement happens like crack of dawn, right? I, I was—I don't know why I was expecting it to happen like at night, but yeah, we, it was a great start to the day for Yankee fans, man. We got our guy back and probably have our next captain, right? So for Luigi. Oh, here we go. Xander Bogarts oh. tweeting eye emojis. So who the hell knows uh, that? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine? Like, I, not that I want Bogarts, but I mean, at this at this point, like that would be they, hilarious. <laughs> at, at this point, if they went out, and even like obviously the we all we talked about the whole shortstop situation and the, how that would be kind of be blocking out Oswald Peraza or Volpe. But if they got Bogarts at this point, I mean, would like how could you be mad about that, right? That's that's just a, something where that's a, all right, all right, all right. It's a, it's a fake account. Sorry, just just ignore oh me. my god, this guy, this guy got duped by Twitter Blue. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. Uh, but anyways, anyways, I, I, look, at least you didn't get, at least you didn't get, Andrew, you got duped, but at least you're not like a national baseball reporter that people rely on, right? I mean, that's ki- kind of the difference here with you and John Heyman. If there's smoke, um, there's arson. If, oh my God, that that was, you want to, like, it's so, like, anytime you just, like, there's always free agent stories and signings and, like, you know, people, like, tracking planes, and you always just think of certain things. And that was just something you'll always remember, like the five, ten minutes of Arson Judge headed to the Giants. And then, shit, shit, like, he deleted the tweet, spell-checked it. He's like, no, he just spell-checked it. And then deleted that. I was like, oh, my mistake. I jumped the gun. Oh, my God. Well, that guy, that guy probably caused so many heart attacks and, and so much so much false hope. Oh, God. But anyways, for Luigi, for Andrew. This was the Bronx Bomber Battle Podcast.